Welcome back to welcome, welcome, welcome. Say less. Sheesh. Not in Say Less Studios, unfortunately. We haven't said less lately. We have, but we've we're been back. saying a lot <laughs> less. We've been saying a lot hey, less. Dudes had to take a little break after graduation. My man graduated. <sighs> Congrats to you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you, sir. But it's good to be back. We we have a lot to get into. It's it's been a while since we last talked. The Celtics have embarrassed themselves. Who? The, yeah, Riley won't talk. Who? But we we have to talk about them because. I need to atone for some sins. <laughs> we need to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers yep. and their embarrassment. Yeah. We'll talk about we'll recap a lot of the playoffs. But but a first, a lot has happened. But it's we're a day away from the NBA finals. This is why this we is play. The best time. If you're a basketball fan, ooh, this is why we play, Shit. right? This is why we play. <laughs> this is why we play. Exactly. This is why we play for this time of the year. Exactly. Raptors beating the Bucks, coming back from from being down 0-2. Swept them. Nick Nurse making the, the key switch. He said, Kawhi, I've had enough. I've had enough of this. You're guarded. Uh-oh. Giannis. Strap him. It's time. And he strapped him. One of the one of the greatest performances we've seen. Kawhi cementing himself as one of the, right. if not the best player in the wow. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. The Be Warriors, easy. of course, making quick work of the Portland Trailblazers. See ya. Sweet. Without but, KD, we'll, we'll get into that too. We'll get into that too. KD, but let's 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 talk Raptors Warriors. Let's talk. Let's do it. Raptors Warriors. Let's do it. Let's. I think we're both gonna pick the Warriors to win. But let's get into the actual matchup first. That Golden State off, offense. They're coming Leg- in hot. Coming hot. Legendary <laughs> offense. The best shooting backcourt NBA history now. Coming in NBA hot. history. <laughs> history. History. How can Toronto slow this offense down? You what see, can my, they do? What, 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 do you, what do you think they're going to on do? On paper, I think it's the better matchup for our, our fans. I, I was telling people before um, the Bucks and Raptors series ended, Toronto is a much better matchup for Golden State. Just than who? Be- than who? Than who are you comparing them to? Than, than the Bucks, Just because they have more players that they can switch. And on defense... Miritich players like Brook Lopez, they're gonna they're gonna be unplayable versus the Warriors. I think the only thing the Bucks had going for them though was that they had the Greek freak who could match up maybe perfectly with with KD. Sure, if any player you want on on KD in the NBA, (laughs) yeah, it might be honest. Sure, I I could get that. But as far as everyone else, a big Brook Lopez would get demolished on those pick and rolls the same way Portland's bigs was. And Toronto has that switching ability that we know Golden State. It's Golden State's kryptonite. Siakam, Green, Leonard, um, Kyle Lowry's a good defender. Abaka, those are the type of perimeter defenders that Golden that you can allow you to play one on one versus Golden State, and those pick and rolls allows you to switch them. When you make Golden State play one on one basketball and you switch on their pick and rolls, it stops a lot of their offense because now they're not getting the same ball movement, the ball stopping, and that's the way I think you beat Golden State. So, on paper. Their defense looks really, really good. I'm going to put, if I'm Nick Nurse, I'm going to put Leonard right on uh, Clay 
Just on clay, on clay. I disagree. I, I do, disagree. You do not want Leonard running around on Curry. That's I don't want Leonard running on clay either. So who do you have him on? I have he's brought on either Draymond? on Draymond or, or or Iggy. At the end of the day, it's not going to matter because, like you said, they're going to be switching heavy. Right. So it's not going to matter. But I'm definitely not starting him on clay or Curry because I don't want him running around. And I think one of the big things. Um, that's to, to watch for is with KD out game one and probably game two, that's going to give Kawhi a, a big break because right. we saw during that Milwaukee series, he was he tired, tired at times a yeah. lot. And, yeah. and I don't blame him. You're having to guard Giannis. His who, workload is ridiculous. Who is the, un, the most unstoppable player in the NBA. Sorry, Joel Embiid, that's not you. Giannis was the most unstoppable player in the NBA and he locked him. For sure. And then on the offensive end, having to carry that offensive load, that wore him out and he still had an amazing series and he's had an amazing playoffs. But so without Katie on the floor, that's going to open up a lot of things for Kawhi to either be guarding a game, basically a free safety or shut down Draymond because he's the engine of that team. As we saw in Portland did a terrible, a terrible job. Ter- I don't know what was good with Portland at times. They played really well defensively, but I don't know how many transition opportunities. Oh, Draymond, Draymond would just, oh, Draymond. Even off of made baskets. baskets. Yeah, this yeah, man, yeah. Draymond's getting yeah, two, yeah, uh, three on yeah. two looks in transition. That I don't surprised know. me in a Western Conference Finals. You would like think that, you would yeah, get back would on made baskets. Right. So I think Kawhi is going to either be tasked with stopping their engine, Draymond Green. I would put him on. He's not more of a free safety help defender. Might. But he he's might, definitely he might better be. on ball. He obviously he's better on ball. With all the switching, they're probably going to do, like you said, there are going to be times where he ends up on Andre, and he's going to be able to roam and be a free safety. And with his long arms, with his IQ, he'll be able to disrupt things. And But at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not really worried about Toronto defensively. Like you said, yeah. the lineup of Lowry, Danny Green, Siakam, Leonard, Gasol, you have two defensive players of the year candidates on there. You have two all defensive NBA right. players on there, and you have Siakam, who probably will be an all defensive player day, at some yeah. time in the, in the in the future. For this sure. is one of, if not the best defensive lineups in the NBA. So they'll be able to switch some things. And I think one of the things that we don't talk about enough is how smart they all are too. Right. It's one thing to be long, athletic, great individual defenders. Agreed. But they're a great team, they have defensive great, team. They have good experience to playing with Golden oh, State. Yeah. Abaka's played Golden State. Green's played Golden State. Leonard has deep experience playing Golden State. They've seen the yeah. Warriors before. This yeah. is nothing new to them. And one of the things I saw from that Milwaukee series, we know how Milwaukee wants to play. It's really predicated on Giannis getting the ball, getting into the play, yeah, collapsing defense, get five out, kicking the ball out. And you saw from uh, the Raptors, their ability to switch, um, to recover, to get back to shooters was was incredible. Oh, incredible down the incredible. Yeah. Milwaukee of, had no half-court s- offense. Some of their rotations were so pristine, and sometimes the rotations were like ahead of the ball at, right. at some time. So yeah. they're, I'm not really worried about it. That's not to say that the Warriors aren't going to score. They're going to get theirs. Um, oh, the Warriors definitely aren't the Bucks. They're going to get theirs, and, and they're not the Bucks. That's the thing. They don't have that guy who's going to collapse the defense. They're more uh, – Ball movement. Ball movement, Clay and Steph coming off street. So you have to be more you have to be Engaged. more disciplined and yeah. focused on when you're switching, when you're when you're not switching, off ball if you're switching or you're just gonna uh stay with Your Clay. Communication and Steph. has to be key. That yeah. split action, whether it's the ball's in Green's hand and what they're doing off ball, when to sag off of Looney, because you saw a lot of the times, uh specifically Myers Leonard, when he was guarding Kavon Looney, you saw he would sag off Looney deep into the paint. You got 
Looney at the three-point line. Then all of a sudden, here's Steph coming off Kevon Looney. And you see Miles Leonard like, oh, shit, I got to recover quick to get Steph. And by then it's too late. So I think led by Nick Nurse, who doesn't get enough, enough credit, because he's been really fantastic this year. I know they got Kawhi, and he deserves most of the credit. But Nick Nurse has also been like this is this Toronto defense is outstanding. Um, I think they'll be much better prepared, be a better focused team to know when to who to sag off of, uh, when to switch, when not to switch. They're really a uh, great defense. Um, so I'm not really concerned about them. And when KD comes back, I think that's when things will be a little bit different now because you have to account for that. That's going to put more pressure on Kawhi, and that's going to work. We're going to see him tire out a little bit more, obviously, but he'll he'll be up to the task. But I think don't be surprised if you see a lot of Siakam on KD because regular season, they only played twice, but Siakam did have have some success against KD. 56 possessions versus KD. Siakam held him to 10 for 22 shooting. So Siakam is also a really long defender, Mm -hmm. just like KD. So he can do some things to help limit KD. He's not, Giannis is a freight train. So Siakam obviously couldn't always handle that, but KD's not the freight train. He's finesse, skill, long, lanky shooter. And Siakam can do some things versus that. So I'm not really uh, concerned about the Raptors defensively. It's it's the offense. Right. It's the offense that we This is where about. it gets tough. Talk to me, talk yeah, to me. This is where it gets tough. We saw it a lot in the Buck series where they, they were very ISO dependent on Kawhi Leonard. Anytime they needed pick some and roll, ISO, pick and yeah. roll, and Kawhi ended up he I you could see it through to through the TV too. He ha, he was forcing himself to take shots he doesn't want to take. Kawhi's game isn't give me the ball, get out the way. He's he's very aware of the game. He's aware of his surroundings. He's not a guy that plays wants, at a great pace. Exactly. So when you force him to take shots just because the team is struggling, that's when he's not going to be at his best. So for the Raptors, if they want Kawhi not to be fatigued like we were just talking about, those other players have to step up. Absolutely. Kyle Lowry has to even have a little bit better of a series than he did versus the That was the more. biggest surprise. I don't think I, he needs to be better. I think he just needs to keep doing what he's doing. He's that having was, a career postseason. That was just because Mike, he's not choking. Mike, Mike, Mike. Can we talk about it? Props to Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry played amazing. <laughs> amazing. When will we ever say this again in our lifetime? <laughs> I mean, we might be saying it again in this series. I don't know. We might. He played a tremendous Eastern Conference Finals. He needs yeah. to play that way for the world. It wasn't like he wasn't doing anything special. No, knocking down big he shots. Wasn't though. Choking. He, he was listen. playing aggressive. Right, right. He was knocking down big shots. Playing. He's always been a, a a good defender at the least. So he he has that. One of the better defenders from the point guard position in, in the, the league for sure. Danny Green needs to show up. Danny he Green, does. he's one of those players, he Mike. He's uh, He reminds me of J.R. Smith a little bit. One night you're going to get seven threes from him. One night he's just going to absolutely embarrass himself on the court. I don't know what's going on with him. He had some abysmal, abysmal shooting performances in those Eastern Conference Finals. Nick Nurse, thank God, subbed him out real quick for um, Fred Van Pleet, who had a good um, series. But Great it, series. Great series. In the end... Like I said, Kawhi Leonard, he needs help. Kyle Lowry, show up. Show what you did versus the Bucks. Show up. Be consistent. Be aggressive. It's the finals. They're going to need you in the bench. Toronto's bench needs And to... they have the advantage. First, Golden State, who doesn't have the bench advantage? And that's, yeah, that's, they, that's, they, that's they, what I've been saying all year. All year. That's good. That's one of their main weaknesses. Yeah. And if, if, if Toronto's going to win this series, their bench has, has to, to consistently They have win. to come in. You cannot let... Jonas Durepko, Alfonso McKinney. No, no, no. It's the finals. It's the finals. No, no, no. Fred Van Fleet, Sergi Baca, Norman Powell. Norman Powell, who's been playing very well. They need to show up. You cannot let those dudes beat you. I cannot allow. I cannot allow. What do you see from the Raptors? I know. I agree with you. Kawhi's going to do his thing. 
Yeah. He's going to do his thing. We know this. He, he, he's <laughs> we know like this. that. He's yeah. killed the Warriors in the past. He's been killing all playoffs. He's honestly one of the great playoff performers in NBA history that he's he's starting to establish himself yeah. as that now. And he deserves lots of credit for that. But I'm so like I said, I'm concerned about their ability to consistently score. And it's about that aggressiveness from others. Lowry having a great postseason, but the streaky shooters, uh, the streaky shooting from guys like Danny Green, Fred Van Leap up until he had his baby, which I, whatever. Yeah. Congrats on the baby and that fixed your mind or whatever. <laughs> but they have to knock down open shots. I think one of the things we saw in the regular season, if you recall, when the Raptors faced the Warriors. You saw a lot of Danny Green posting up Steph Curry because that's the match that you're probably going to have on both ends, Curry guarding Green, Green guarding Curry. You saw Danny Green take him down into the post and score over Curry that way. That might be a way to get Danny Green, get his confidence back up, uh, get his shot to get back down because once you once shooters see the ball goes in the hoop. Oh, that's all that's you need all is one. All, all you need takes. is one. Um, Speaking from experience. <laughs> I am a shooter. A shooter? <laughs> I am a shooter. I mean, Come on. You guys tell me what happens when I guard you? Stop it. You tell me what Stop when it. I guard Say you? less, man. Say less. <laughs> Say less. Say less. But um, I think the X factor for me, aside from everyone being aggressive, like we said, Lowry has to be aggressive because there's so many times. One of the things that really annoyed me about the Toronto Raptors throughout this postseason is they often get so many good looks at, they the, just at the rim. Yeah. Not even just – I'm talking about drives to the rim. I think they were averaging something around like 56 drives per game. They would get so many good looks to the rim, and I think because they were going against teams like the Sixers, like the Bucks, who are long, athletic, great defensive teams, they got scared to go up and finish at the rim. They would often kick out to guys like Marcus All, who then would pass up an open three. No, if you guys get good looks at the rim, take your looks at the rim. If you get an open three, Marcus All, shoot it. And speaking of Marcus Saul, he's my X factor. Mm. Marcus Saul is my X factor for this series. We know Golden State their their positional weakness is what big men, big men. And if Marcus Saul has kept Kevon Looney on him, he needs to be aggressive not only as a scorer but as a facilitator. One of the things we saw versus the Bucks last series was Brooke Lopez in the beginning was kind of hurting him. He was, the but three. then Marcus Saul got aggressive. He refound his touch because remember Marcus Saul is a guy who at one point in his career was averaging twenty. No, for sure, and the Gasol brothers Hawk are known play. as great passing bigs. Yeah, and we saw a lot of times Marcus Saul on that free throw line, elbow, elbow, send the top of the key facilitating him and Kawhi had that great two game uh two-man game where they're making eye contact and you see Kawhi cutting back door and, and Gasol dropping him dimes. We need to continue to see that. He's gonna be my X Factor because he can do things on the perimeter as a scorer and a passer that can really hurt the Warriors. Um and so I think they have some things they can do to help out Kawhi. Kawhi has to be great, but Lowry Gasol especially, they need to be aggressive. Siakam cannot pass up open threes. I, we know oh he's, my God. We know he, he's a great he, corner shooter, but above the break, not just the corner threes, right. he has to shoot those. Right. He has to shoot them and make them. They're going to be open because when Kawhi gets into the paint and kicks out, you have to shoot those, yeah. and you have to make them. They're going to get their open looks. Um, prediction. <sighs> Toronto has a shot, Mike. They oh, have, I, I they have they a shot. Win. I don't they understand. Yeah, this. I don't understand they the public image of Golden State's going to completely. I really want to pick the Raptors, honestly. <laughs> Trust me, I do too. I think the world does. 
sorry. I'm going to go with Golden State in, in a tough competitive six games. Tough competitive. Game six is, all, is not the worst. That's right. I think they close it at home. Um, I think it's going to be a tough series. I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think, especially if KD's not back. Um, but, yeah, just the way Golden State's been playing, just the way they came off that Portland series, the way Steph right now is in his zone. He looks like he's about to capture his first finals MVP, Mike. And we're talking about who the playoffs MVP are, who's the best player in the playoffs. Look, Steph Curry is balling right now. He he's balling. balling. Right. He he's is. back to 2015, 2016, multiplied by two. Like, he is That's back. Facts. Clay's in his rhythm again. Draymond, Draymond is back to Draymond from before. Like, this looks like the Warriors from before, so I'm going to take – I'm gonna take the Warriors until someone beats them. I just can't. You said Warriors in six. Warriors in six. I that my, that was my initial pick as well, but for me, it's really hard to predict this series because KD isn't there. I believe the Raptors are going to win Game One. I believe they're winning Game One. I think number one is at home. Number two, they have the rhythm. Number Golden three, State hasn't played a nine. Hasn't played in so long. Number three, no KD. Like I said earlier, that's going to give Kawhi the uh, the opportunity to not exert yeah, himself as much for sure and be a great offensive player. And I think if he can, and we've seen this in the past from LeBron. Not I'm not comparing Kawhi to LeBron, but we've seen LeBron come out early in these Golden State series looking to kill early, early, <laughs> early, early, going early. for straight buckets. We saw that fifty one. Early. That 51 last, oh. Early. I will never forget that. I just, I cannot. It's one of the best playoff finals games. If not the best. I I don't, I just hate that that we're robbed of that game. Hopefully we get a better one this year. Look, (sighs) we speak no, we hope um, no injury on no man. But as far as KD, look. Just don't come back. We could just get a much no, better no. series. Like I need him to come back. I don't, you want it, Mike? When he back. comes back, they're gonna. Completely... I don't want no excuses. I don't want no excuses. I want no excuses. No excuses for what? For Golden State. Golden State. To you lose. think Toronto Mind has you, a shot? If Golden State loses, that brings up the whole narrative. Now they KD. leave KD, and, and we'll then he comes back, that, and they we'll win ten other the championships. We'll get into that no in a couple minutes, obviously. <laughs> but so I think Toronto is going to win. Game one. game one. And if Key doesn't come back game two, they need to win game two. Because you're going up 2-0. That puts a whole lot of Can pressure. Can you imagine the basketball world if Toronto goes up 2-0? I need it. I can't predict that yet. I need to see how game one goes. Right. But I am predicting Toronto to win game one. I'm... I really want to pick the Raptors. I want to pick can't. the Raptors. You just can't. I just can't do you just it. Can't. I can't They do just it. need that one more Pete. Yeah. I think that... If I could consistently count on... Lowry and Gasol to <laughs> yeah, do to yeah. play how they played last series, then I really could pick them. But I, that's what I'm, I would have bet a dollar on Kyle Lowry in the finals. I'm I, sorry, I just, I, just, I can't. I just, you I just can't. can't. Should be a good series though. It we should, should we should, series. we should, we should watch some it's, good basketball all should. around. But um, speaking of Kevin Durant, like I'm picking. Sorry, I'm picking the Warriors to win. Probably in seven. Warriors in seven. But I, I, the Raptors can win. They really can. They definitely can. The combination of their Stout defensive, individuals team def- individual defensive uh, Stella players. Kawhi. Stellar Kawhi. Stellar Kawhi. Most more importantly, their team defense as a whole, their their collective IQ as defenders. Kawhi superstardom. Lowry and Gasol finding their aggressive touch. I think they can win this series. I believe it will go at least six, probably seven. Um, but that's my pick for now. But speaking of Kevin Durant, this has been a kind of problematic uh postseason for him he started off kind of shaky not been good not not good especially that game warriors were up 31 points then they went on to blow that lead versus the versus the clippers Clippers. 
KD had more turnovers and shot than made shots, I believe. Um, attempted shots, yeah. Attempted shots, wasn't By it? By Pat Bev, yep. Um, and then he won a, a, a five-game stretch where he was averaging 40. 40. Oh, Steph, stop it. Steph was struggling. So you could say KD was carrying the Warriors. Yeah. But now he's been injured. And the now Warriors, they look good. The Warriors look a lot better without him. Some might say, now I'm not claiming, I'm not <laughs> claiming that they are better. Let's be very, very clear. But the claim is out there. The claim is out there. Talk to me. Team. People are talking. Talk to me. In no way are you better with Kevin Durant not on your team. It's factual. Basketball. If and you actual. know, if you know the game, Mike. Well, come on. Sometimes like, I question if you know the game. But to stop it. Continue. If you know the game and you tell me that Kevin Durant, you're better without Kevin Durant, you're you're crazy. Seek medical attention immediately. Immediately. But the matter of the fact is. They are playing better without him. They the are. ball is moving better without him. Draymond Green is playing better without him. Klay Thompson is playing better without him. Stephen Curry, we know, we know, is playing like that unanimous two-time MVP playing without Steph Curry. This is actual and factual. The ball is moving faster. Bro, even the bench, too. Steve Kerr, he has to go deeper in his bench. Um, I remember in the Portland season, Alonzo McKinney had a big, big. Alfonso McKinney was playing big minutes. Alfonso! Quick, quick, cook had his. I mean, they, they. Alfonso McKinney just sounds like someone who's terrible. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not exactly. So what I'm saying is, they're not better without him. But the like, like I said, they play. They play better. They play better without him. And look, they're gonna. There's gonna need a tie maybe, and in this finals too, maybe we might see it where Toronto's playing really, really well. Golden State, that ball movement's not working as it's used to. Toronto's defense is working well. And you're going to be watching on your TV, and you're going to think, wow, hmm, this would be a great time for KD. Just give give him the ball and get out the way. There's going to be time in this finals, Mike. I think we both look at look at the game and say, wow, KD would be really good in this like instance where That's Golden nice. State's struggling and they need him. But overall, for, for your team to go to the NBA finals without you, for your team, Mike, to sweep the sweep. conference finals without you. After struggling in the first round. Is a devastating blow. In my opinion, this is just my opinion to his legacy. Can you imagine the Cavaliers? <laughs> LeBron hurts his calves and the Cavaliers sweep the Eastern Conference finals without him. And people legitimately say, wow, do the Cavs need LeBron? Do, do the Lakers need Kobe? Do the mm. Bulls? Like that, that. Never. You need to be needed. Never. You need to be needed, Mike, That's for nice. you to be the best player in the league. What is Toronto without Kawhi? Crickets. <laughs> Crickets. This is not good for KD, Mike, not, at all. It's at not all. good. I agree with everything you just said. But here's my thing about Kevin Durant. I've been saying this for years now. Every ring that Kevin Durant wins with the Warriors, it comes with an asterisk. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you don't get points for it. You don't get any points for that. In fact, when he won the first one, I said he, he's minus one ring, he's minus two rings, and he's about to be minus three rings. It doesn't matter to me. Now, the whole the whole narrative about Warriors need him, I think that's really too strong of a word. It really is too strong of a word. I think they just – They don't need him. They needed Kevin Durant not on other teams. Yeah. They didn't need him on other teams. You, They won a ring without him. They were up 3-1 without they him. They won 73 games without what, him. 73. They don't – and your own, when Dray, your own teammates are saying it. Draymond is saying it. They don't need <laughs> Mike, you called him the B word. It's saying yeah. we oh, won yeah, yeah, without yeah, yeah. you. Fighting, fighting, fighting words. <laughs> fighting <laughs> Come words, on, dog. Words. Right? Right then and there. Right then and there. Stop the game. <laughs> Stop the game. And, like, I agree with everything you said. Their ball movement's better. Their chemistry's better. It's, it's, it's really a shame. And I think someone – I think – 
either like Stephen A or someone else said this. Maybe it might have been Jalen Rose. His worst nightmare is the Warriors win this finals without him and he doesn't play. That would be awful. because it validates everything those other two say. other rings. Every time someone would bring up Kevin Durant as a two time champion, you would say, "Well, did, did they really need him to, for those two?" Because rings? this Toronto Raptors team is much better than the Cleveland team we saw last year. Oh, of course, it's all oh, much better yeah, than that Cleveland course, team course, last year. And if if the Warriors are able to win this finals without KD. That's going to be bad for his legacy. Very bad. Bad for his Very legacy. Bad. And I would argue he doesn't really have a great legacy as it stands. As it's to begin with, of course. Yeah. It, it's, 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 for me, it's just not. I, I Especially if they do it in dominating fashion. That would be really, really well, bad. I don't see that happening. Yeah. I don't see that happening. The fact of the matter is, everyone, all, I mean, even when he won those rings, it always bothered him that people still in the media would, or you just see it all the time with Durant, how. What are people saying bother him? We saw with the Chris Boussard thing where, um, what was, what was it when Kate, Chris Boussard said it would be like his worst nightmare? If, it was Chris Boussard actually. Was it Chris Boussard? It was Chris Boussard that said it would be his worst nightmare. And Katie responded like, "Are you sure that's my worst nightmare? Are you sure oh, that's facts, facts?" He thought he was being a slave. Oh, yeah, come, we yeah. Know, come on, come man. on, it's a figure. Of speech, <laughs> come on, exactly. We oh. see Katie is still very sensitive to his legacy and how others are like how he's perceived to others. So. If they win without him, Mike, that has to be a one-way ticket out of Golden State for Kevin Durant. And his camp, his manager, should advise him immediately, get out of here, because his future in Golden State, whether they win or not, it doesn't validate anything. To win a championship without your best player, do you know how bad that is? It's terrible. Do you know how bad that is, Mike? Do you know how bad that is? I could never be a KD fan. I couldn't. That's awful. That is <laughs> Jesus. The Lakers winning a championship with LeBron. I would love to see that day. The Lakers winning a championship without Kobe. I love. Come I on, man. You want to say LeBron. If to say you want to be mentioned with those greats, you have to be the soul, not the soul, the main reason why they were there and why you got it done. And there has to be a, an element that you are you are elevating your team. Now again. We're not claiming that the Warriors aren't better without him because I think if if the Warriors had KD in this series, that that changes the whole dynamic because you're putting extra pressure on Kawhi wow. Leonard to play both ends on the floor at a very very which high eventually level. Eventually, would tire him out. Which exactly would tire him out. Um, and we we have no clue when he's coming back. Um, so Hopefully talk to me next year. How do you see the Warriors? How many games do you, do you see the Warriors winning without KD in this series? Six. I think the Warriors can beat them in six. And if KD without come, Kevin Durant, without Kevin Durant, if Kevin Durant doesn't come back at all, I don't know if they can win this series. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know if they can whoa, win this whoa, series. Mike, Mike, Mike! I don't know if they go back and watch the that Western Conference Finals. No, go back no, and watch the film. I the, the, go watch. There's not really ever, a huge, huge, huge gap between Portland and Toronto. Oh, there's a huge gap if you ask me. <laughs> there's a huge gap defensively. Team defense not close. They don't have any individual defenders that can match really their entire starting lineup. Who's the best defender on on Portland? Crickets. Crickets. Probably Their worst Amino. defender, Danny Green, is probably one of the better. Def- if Danny Green was on the Portland Trailblazers, he's one of the best. He's one of the best defenders on that team. No is that, is that cap or no cap? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stop you with your cap. That's no cap. I'll stop you with your cap. So they, their entire their defense cannot be matched. They're not going to make the same mental errors that Portland made. Not getting back on tra- uh, on defense after eight baskets, allowing Draymond Green to get into the paint. I, I, uh, 
that, that was one of the that annoyed me so much that entire series watching Draymond Green run around and run amok on that Portland I'm embarrassed on made baskets on made baskets and then offensively yes Damon Lillard has been great but again when you we we saw Portland uh, we saw the, the Warriors trap him a lot which going way back to that first round series versus OKC we talked about this I don't know why OKC wasn't trapping uh Portland specifically Damian Lillard more often because you saw once you put length in his, in his face and albeit Dame was playing through injury, but I don't understand how they didn't trap him more and show him more length because OKC has some of the, the best defenders and some of the, uh, the most the longest, longest yeah. in length in the grant Paul George. Yeah. yeah, no, I understand you. So I never understood that, but we saw Golden State get the ball out of Dame's hand and make other people uh, do some things. And mind you, I know, I know the the Blazers got swept. It's two o'clock. That was a close sweep. That was a close sweep. That they were they blew some leads. There were some games they should have won, specifically game two. Yeah. So I, I know I mean, it, it was seems a like every game they were up 17, 20 points. Yeah. yeah. It is like they didn't want to win. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, yeah. No, at times it looked like they were playing to lose. Yeah, yeah. turnovers, yeah. bad yeah. deals. Yeah. So, not stepping up on simple Steph Curry screens. I don't. Yeah. I think if Katie does not come back from the series, I believe I would give Toronto the edge if Katie doesn't come back at all. So I do. Th- that's why I, I I push back on the narrative of the Warriors don't need KD. at this point. They do, and I think one of the things that does not get talked about enough with Kevin Durant is how Katie has kind of killed their culture mm. per se. Before Katie got there, it was strength in numbers. Before Katie got there, it was fun, harmony, chemistry on and off the court. We've seen how this year they haven't had that same chemistry on and off the court. We see they don't have that same depth. We've talked about guys like Jonas Drewepko. We talked about guys like Alfonso McKinney. Um, we talked about their ball movement. Nothing has been the same since Kevin Durant. So now at this point they need him because they don't have that same depth. Some of the people they have kept have aged a little bit. Uh, Igudala. Um, Livingston. Livingston, who's not even worth talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah he looks done. So I think they need him now. <laughs> but if they had never gotten him, they were able to replace guys, spend money on more death. They would have been fine without him. But that, again, regardless. Um, but yeah, Kevin Durant, his impact on this series will have a huge impact specifically on Kawhi. And speaking of Kawhi Leonard, he's had a great, great, great postseason. Kudos to Kawhi. Great postseason. Has he been the MVP? He I'm has been the most valuable player, but oh my goodness! But hear me out. Don't, Steph Curry is balling. Steph Curry is balling. Steph Curry's had a wonderful, Are wonderful, wonderful right? Western Conference Finals. But look, there's no question. Kawhi Leonard on both ends. He's every series he's played, he's guarded the best players. Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons. Um, who he guarded the? Uh, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, <laughs> and we saw it in this in the, in this um Eastern Conference Finals when it was time when Nick Nurse said Kawhi. It's I need a, you. Go a, get Giannis. That single-handedly ended changed, the series. Right. And not changed. Ended, ended the, the series. For he sure. put Kawhi on Giannis. Series over. Sure. Four in a row. You just Mind look, you, the Bucks had, had only lost more, had only lost two games in a row once this yeah. season. They lost four, four in, a in a row. They got swept. Swe- basically swept, swept once yeah. they put that back yeah. up. That's, like, that's crazy to that's think about. Yeah. The, the Bucks were the best team in the NBA from start to fi- from start up until they faced the Raptors, Raptors yeah. they were up the best that. team in the NBA. That's ridiculous, yeah. And as soon as Kawhi put up, went on Giannis, who was most likely going to win MVP, series over. That's, that's crazy. That's great. That is He's crazy. been the MVP of the playoffs. He's cementing himself as the best. 
as one of, if not the best. Ah, uh, get to that later. We'll get to it later. I know. I know. Mike. Just it's it, he's been the MVP of the playoffs by far. He's averaging damn near thirty-one points, points, nine rebounds, four assists. He's damn close shooting 50-40-90. Like MVP. I don't, it's it's. He's not even a guy that you could look at his value through the stats. When you watch the game, when you, yeah, that's the you see him. Kawhi Leonard, do not ever, ever, on ever. Both ends on the yeah, floor. do not ever like, like seek your approval of Kawhi through his stats. Watch and the, the game. The stats are incredible, mind you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the stats are incredible. Watch mind the you. game. This man is literally guarding your team's best player, he and then going on the other hand and giving him buckets. It, that like we we haven't seen that since what? Have we seen that? He, I have me, seen I saw this many times throughout the years. He reminds me of, of Michael Jordan. He reminds me of Michael Jordan, his style of the play. He's always in control, never playing too fast. He loves to attack that mid-range area. I think he's shooting like 55% from mid-range twos, which is crazy. We know it's not a good shot, but in the playoffs, you have oh, to he's making it shot. a good shot. You have to knock down that shot. He still shoots, like I said, damn near 40% from three. He's improved his playmaking skills. It's not perfect, but it's improved. He's still only like 27. Yeah. So he's in his athletic prime, and his skills still can come up a little bit more. So it's gonna, that's kind of scary to think yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. And defense, he's an all-time great defender. Um, he's been the MVP of this playoffs for sure, if you ask me. But say less. When we get back, we'll get into the Boston Celtics. Who? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. It's I, embarrassing to be in the city of Boston right now. You're not from Boston. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Go back to Amherst. Go back it's to embarrassing. <laughs> but we, we'll get back to some of the other teams that didn't make the finals, specifically the Boston Celtics, Sixers, Bucks. Say less. Stay tuned. Welcome back. Say less. Now that we're through the finals, we have to get through the embarrassing teams, mainly the Boston Celtics. I don't even want to call them the Boston Celtics. I'm just going to call them the Celtics. The Lost in Celtics. The Lost in Celtics. <laughs> They're the worst. Um, should I just... Start off with... Let it go, Mike. I hate to say I told you so, but hey. A lot of this season, you've heard me say, keep Kobe away from Tatum. Just keep him away. (laughs) Keep him away. Keep Kobe away. I'm sick of these Kobe disciples. Mainly Mr. Kyrie Irving, who put forth one of the most embarrassing, fraudulent uh, seasons in NBA history. When you, like, sit back, like... On the couch, you just look at his season. That was an awful season. Embarrassing. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. Now, awful season. Before I get into Kyrie Irving, I, so I can't give a pass to Gordon Hayward. I no, I thank you. I, thank I, you. I, listen, I hold thank myself you. accountable. Thank you. I hold myself accountable. Thank you. Yes, he made improvements throughout the year. Thank you. He's not. He wasn't. He never got back to, to Utah Hayward. And but I he got you. back. He got back. He was playing very well under the season in that Indiana series and at times versus that in that buck season but just like a lot of players he disappeared it was it wasn't really injury or skill or anything he just disappeared i don't know where he went he went capture the ghost mia he disappeared i'm holding myself accountable embarrassing thank you embarrassing <laughs> thank you tatum Props embarrassing you. keep kobe away from tatum no, keep him away keep him away Keep him away. Terry Rozier embarrassed himself going on first, first take. take. Oh, embarrassed my. himself going on first take. Saying, if his roster I sacrificed the most. Like, shut up. No one cares about you. You're a borderline starting point guard, 
who's not mm. getting money in free agency. Mike, relax. Are you sure you want to say you that? Well, Kyrie, have... Kyrie might be gone. That That's might fine. be a starting That's point fine. guard. That's fine. That's okay. I'm, and he's a, is he, he's a borderline starting point guard. He's nice. He's out of control at times. He still has much to, much room to grow, and he thinks he's better than he is. That's not to say he isn't good. He just had a, he has a, a gassed perception of himself, and he needs a reality check. Um, but Gort, but Kyrie Irving and Brad Stevens. Let me not let's also mention Brad Stevens. This wasn't his best year, obviously. I don't blame him. You're like, mm, I don't blame him. Mm. I don't blame him for what happened. Mm-hmm. From a strategical standpoint, I don't think he really made that many mistakes. Sound familiar? I think, I Someone think, saying that this isn't Brad Stevens' best year. It's not his best year. No, no, one, no one debated that. No one debated that. I don't think it, it wasn't his best years. And obviously, he took blame after they, they lost the series to the Bucs. I, I wouldn't blame him for what happened. Um, managing egos is one of the biggest uh, jobs when it comes to being an NBA coach. Yeah. Kerr is great at it. Um, uh, who was the Bulls coach? I'm blanking. Phil Jackson was great at it, managing egos. Um, what I will say when it comes to managing egos, the players that had these egos had no business having the egos, i.e. Jalen Brown, i.e. Terry Rozier. I don't know where It's they... different if Michael Jordan and Kobe yeah, exactly. Bryant have egos. Exactly. You know why your ego is coming from Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown. That's <laughs> Jaylen why Brown. that's why I was like, are we really blaming Black Brad Good for point. this? That that was that's why I'm like, how much can you really blame Black Brad? Very valid. And when we talk about culture, the culture's been in stone. This team didn't add anyone new. It's it's the same team that's been part of this culture. It's just that dude switched up because they 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 saw the spotlight for once. Big switch up. Big switch up. That's why I'm I'm never one to blame Brad. He could have been better. Obviously, everyone could have been better, but he's not my main blame. My main blame is Kyrie Irving. Uncle Drew. I'm not even giving him any nicknames. Kyrie Irving. Cousin Drew. Fraudulent Drew. Son of fraudulent Drew. Fraudulent Drew. All season T. All season. We questioned his leadership. I, I said, wait, let's wait a little bit. He improved as the season went on. All year, he called out the young guys, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, all year. He mentioned how the playoffs were going to be different. And every single time, Mike, you defended him. You, I did. You had you, you had your back. When I was when I would come to say less, and I'd be very skeptical, Mike. I'd be facts. Mike. This was it not was I not you like were. absolutely especially when Marcus when Marcus Morris came out and he said, We're not having fun. This, this, this. That's I facts. remember this. you defended this. You said, T, calm down, relax. Facts. Kyrie's been there. Kyrie's done this. Facts. I didn't say all that. I said, wait it out. What what did I say? You can't judge an unfinished product yet. I was specific on that. It's only the you midpoint. Defend, you, we have to wait. I did defend him. I case did. in point is you defended this team and specifically Kyrie. I did. Every chance I did. you got. I did. That's you really facts. believed I in did. him. I did. I did. And I he did. let you down, Mike. I did. I'm so sorry. And you know what? I'm so sorry. And well, but here's the thing. They improved throughout the regular season. We saw steady, steady improvement throughout the regular so season. It was slow, but it was It was yeah. slow and it yeah. happened. And we saw them in Indiana, swept Indiana. At times they didn't play great, but they showed more improvement. They responded to adversity. They played as a team, yeah. and Kyrie specifically showed great leadership and energy during that Indiana series. Exactly, especially on the defensive side of the court. Remember, he was playing some fantastic defense yeah. versus. Indiana. He wasn't really scoring. No, he was affecting the game on the other side. Exactly, and we saw a game one versus the Bucks. Oh, they and came out blitzing. Came out again, looking like a team. They responded to adversity. They played well. They held Giannis in check. Game two, what happened? The regular season Celtics came back, and we talked about this in the last time we recorded. They had that the Bucks had that huge run during the third quarter. The Celtics couldn't make shots. They were like 0 for 11, had like six turnovers during like a seven minute span in the third quarter. And 
that their lack of offensive uh, success affected their defensive tenacity and focus. And they got blown out during that third quarter and subsequently they lost that game. And they never recovered from that moment. And I believe that was led by Kyrie. His, His intensity and focus, defensive energy, and leadership evaporated. Evaporated. We saw his... His, his defense corn, was not terrible. Awful. At terrible, times, it terrible. would almost look like he would take Giannis. Like, no, I got him. <laughs> like, I'm like, Kyrie, do you know you're a six one six two point guard who's a defensive liability? <laughs> yeah, like, and you want to check Giannis? Yeah, he would like wanna... he would he would wave to Morris. Not nah, get the corner. I got Giannis. Get put it on me, Mike. I think he won one championship with LeBron, and his mind just went beloco. I don't know what he was doing. His his post-press conference words, I'm a basketball genius. Don't worry. I've got this. I missed 22. Don't, as you shoot your – you looking like Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, I am looking like Kyrie. Trash <laughs> his, his words and I missed 22 words. Oh, well, I should have shot 30. Get these Kobe disciples away That's from a, me. If you close your eyes, that could pass for Kobe Bryant. Yeah, <laughs> If you close your eyes, that could pass for Kobe Bryant. It's just hilarious. I told you, Mike, time and time, time again about Kyrie Irving. I was very skeptical of him when he left LeBron. I said, being a number one is completely different from being a number two. I think Curry, Kyrie's learned a lot this season. A lot. I mean, I can't even say that. I really don't know. No, if trust he me. He I really would, don't know if he Next has. year, I'm telling you, he will be a different player. Uh, now, next year where? No, next wherever he goes. Wherever he goes, Mike, I'm going to take your side next year. I'm going to be really, really... Um, what do, you, what do you call it? Positive on Kyrie. I'm going to always take him. I'm always going to take his. What, what do you call that when you're always on the positive side of thinking of someone? You're all, you're, you're benefit of the doubt. Optimistic. There we go. Optimi- I'm going to be very, I'm going to give Kyrie the benefit of the doubt next year. Cause I think this year he learned a lot, a lot. It's very difficult leading a team. He told you in that interview, I had to call LeBron because this was something that I didn't know. It's very hard to yeah, lead I mean, a team. Tell he called LeBron. He used all LeBron's leadership tactics too. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Like what? Like what? passive aggressiveness in the media yeah, calling out young. It's on, different man. when you're LeBron James. But okay, but it doesn't matter if you're LeBron. You see Brady calling out teammates in the media. Well, guys have different different ways of leadership, Mike. There's not one uh, solidified way of leading a team. People, Calling out people, people lead in different is ways. Not the, is not Michael Jordan smacked Steve Kerr in practice. Kobe Jordan, Bryant. Jordan wasn't the great best leader. He was just the greatest player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, valid enough. But there's different ways to lead, and I think Kyrie this year he failed. Won- yeah. Oh, F, a couple of big failed. Kyrie failed. <laughs> big failed. Failed, especially in the playoffs. But especially I think, but I think, like you were saying before, and I agree with you, this huge, 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 hugely. Put some a little on Brad Stevens' plate. Put some a little on Gordon Haywood. Put some a little on the culture that Boston did or lack of culture that Boston had. I don't think you can say that, though, because they had an established culture that we've seen for years now. There were no new players in this system. None. Everyone had been in the system, had been aware of this culture, had been key members of this system and culture. And So it Brad Stevens, in your opinion, deserves no... De- I believe Brad... Give me, was- give, me, give me a percentile. On why they lost? I give him, like minimal like i'm talking less 10? than like 20 like yeah like 10 like what are you what are you realistically blaming brad for the locker room but here's the thing we've heard we heard the carl, locker room translates to the court Mike, i understand we, that we i understand that. that i understand that we heard carl pierre 
UMass guard Carpier, when he came on the show, talk about this. We teams heard, are player led. We heard we Shaq says this all the time. Teams are player led. Coaches can establish a system, a, a, a set of rules of values that we want to go by, both on and off the court. But at the end of the day, your basketball is such a is a concept. It's a flow. It's not coaches calling every single play telling you what you do you guys have to be dialed into what each other is doing where each other's going to be and Kyrie Irving yes his play was terrible going four for 18 from the court in game two eight for 22 in game three seven for 22 in game four six for 21 in game five yes he was terrible but his leadership and, and his decision making and his approach, his approach was, was terrible off. his shot selection was terrible he refused to get his teammates involved that often like I said after game one I mean after game two the Bucks, the, the Bucks blitzed him, sent so many bodies at him, and he made poor decision after poor decision after poor decision instead of finding good guys. I know Gordon Hayward wasn't great that series, but what you well, can say team. about Gordon Hayward, when he when he attacked the rim, he almost always made the right decision and found guys to make shots. He makes good reads. He, he oh he's always making good reads and he's always willing to make the right play. Sometimes he's over willing to make the right play. Sometimes right. he's not hesitant enough to just go up and go to the rim which will come with time, I hope. So let's talk about it. Kyrie Irving, Mike, he is an unrestricted free agent. So he has a chance to walk out the city of Boston and you and your fan base will get absolutely nothing in return for it. Mike? Part of me wants Kawhi. I'm not Kawhi. Part of me wants Kyrie gone. I want him gone. Part of me let wants me, him gone. Let me give you let, let me give you my opinion. Uh, let, let me give you some good advice. Good advice as um as – I've been a traveler as a LeBron James fan. We've left teams. We've. I thought you've been report, reporting him. <laughs> reporting exactly. I know how the free agent business goes. Do you? I do. Let me okay. give you some good advice on it. You never want ever, ever, ever for your franchise want a star player to leave in free agency, and you get nothing in return right. for him. For an NBA franchise, Mike, that is your worst nightmare. Well, we don't don't have control over it now. I completely yeah 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 exactly. That control vanished after the trade deadline. You do not want Kyrie Irving to leave and you get nothing back. So here's my advice to you. I understand. I and you. I'm hearing it too from Boston. Leave. We're better without you. Leave. We don't want you here. No. 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 Get Kyrie back. Convince him things will be right. We need to get Kyrie back. You need him because at the end of the day, at the I don't want him back either for for the city of Boston. Okay, I don't want him back for the city of Boston either. But at the end of the day. Take your emotions out of it. He's still an asset. Worst comes oh, to I know. I, he's still an at asset. At the end of the day, we need him to come back because one, like you said, he's an asset. But two, to Anthony Davis. Exactly. That's really exactly. What if you want any hope, any, any, any chance of being a championship team, you guys like Kyrie, you don't just walk away and look at the Cavs after LeBron left. Look at look at all these franchises. Uh, Cool it with that Cavs. Cool what? It, cool it. Cool it. Good. That way we still don't have a nucleus of Tatum, Brown, Hayward. Is that what? Come on. <laughs> Is that what you want? Uh, Horford. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Horford. Say something about Horford. Please say something about... Are we is still Horford talking... Horford not on his last legs, Mike? Mike, you, you don't want him in your future plans anymore. I want if to... I was bossing my future plans are Rozier, Tatum, and Brown, that's pretty much it. And I'm looking at Kyrie Irving. And Hayward. And, oh, sure, and Haywood. That, that's pretty much my future. And that's not a nuclear... That's going to get you to that Charlotte, Charlotte zone. Oh, stop Where it. you're never going to be good stop enough it. to win. You're never going to be good enough so, to win, and you're going to always be good enough that you can't get me, a good pick. You don't want to be mediocre. You're telling me if you throw out a nucleus of Gordon Hayward, uh, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Al Holford, that team couldn't compete? 
if Kawhi comes back, you're not beating Toronto. You're not beating Philly. If- we can beat Philly. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Philly? Yeah. Philadelphia? Yeah, All right. Let's they talk come. about Philly. Let's talk about Philadelphia? Mike. With Ben Simmons, who's a glorified power forward? Yeah. Look, Mike, I'm with you on all these things about Philly and how they're embarrassment. They just took the Eastern Conference champions to seven. Like, throughout, even how bad they are, they still took Toronto to seven. Like, they have a lot of flaws. Coaching. Their coaching is awful. He's awful. Um, uh, What else? Shooting. they still shooting. Embiid's. Chick-fil-A diet and how he's never in Jesus. shape. Ben Simmons can't shoot like a... Oh. He's a glorified power forward. And they still were a game away yeah, from the Yeah, but they are Eastern. still a great defensive team. And Marcus Gasol and Kyle Lowry went MIA for a good part of that series. Due to what? The Sixers' length and defense. Part of, partially, and but also due yeah. to their own tendencies. So, the fact of the matter is, Philly is still... Uh, you're insane if you think you, Kyrie's walking out the door and you could compete with Philly. Oh, I would wholeheartedly them. be compete with Philly until until Ben Simmons gets a jump shot. Mind you, right, it, and mind, no, you mind you, mind you, mind you, Jimmy coming back? Is Tobias Harris coming that's back? That's true. They have their own questions. So I don't, okay, and Milwaukee. Yes, I understand that. But that's why I said Horford because Horford's so important. He can well. That's the thing with Horford. Mike, Mike, I think Mike. Horford. This is a this is a very hopeful, hopeful. hopeful no, it's not thinking. hopeful. Listen to what I have to say. I understand Horford can guard Giannis, but I think. Horford cannot sustain that for an entire series. Yeah, he's a spurt type of guy. He's yes. like Iggy right now for the Warriors. He spurts. Okay, that's disrespectful. That's he disrespectful. spurts. That's disrespectful. He that's spurts. Disrespectful. That's disrespectful. To who? To Iggy? To, to Al Horford. To Al Horford. Come on, man. Anyway. Why do you continually disrespect Because he's on his last leg. No, he's you have not. To have, how, many, how many more good years do you think he has? Two or three? As, at this level? Yeah, two or three. Okay. That's, 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 that's what we're Okay, regardless. <laughs> Kyrie, Mike, like we talked about it before. I'm going to let you speak on it, too. You don't want him to walk out for nothing. I don't. I know. I know. For I nothing. Know, I know. But we don't. There's no. We don't have any power of that anymore. You don't. You don't have any so power So your gut feeling. Let me just hear He's it. gone. He's gone. I told you. I went, went, I, the last time we had this conversation, I was at 60%. He's leaving. Oh, Remember we had this conversation? That, and that was while they were playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Last time we had this conversation. Oh, I was that at, was after. That was sometimes like after All Star break, maybe I think. Okay, so I was at sixty percent. So what is it? Now I'm at like thirty percent. He's not staying. He is not staying. <laughs> I think he's going. Throw throw two teams. You think best shot? Wherever KD goes, <laughs> <laughs> they do have that same type of like sick, undecisive personality. Yeah, where like yeah, and both tats therapeutic meeting. Yeah, yeah, They're just yeah. Tats. Yeah. So I don't know why they think they can play together. They're gonna be so tats. <laughs> oh, you'd be so sick watching that. I know. So I, I just want to see them both rot now. And especially if, Kyrie. Last thing on Kyrie, if he comes to LeBron and he comes to us in Lakerland. If he goes to the Lakers and plays with LeBron Irving, that would he be will the- officially <laughs> be the most fraudulent player to ever step foot That in won't NBA be KD, court. but that He's would be fraudulent. very – That would be the closest – We're talking about Tim Donahue level of fraudulence. That's big fraud. He's oh, that's a, illegal fraud. He's a – What? Going to the Lakers should be illegal for Kyrie Irving. He's a fraud. You cannot go if he goes to the Lakers. He's that a fraud. Very, very he's bad. a fraud. We deserve cap space if he does that. <laughs> we deserve extra cap space if he does that. That's fraudulent. Fraudulent. Um, but Sixers. We talked about the Sixers. I don't want to say two things about the Sixers. First of all, like I said, Ben Simmons is a glorified power forward at this point in time, and the Sixers should consider trading him. I wholeheartedly believe that. He has shown no inkling that he will ever de- develop any type of jump shot. Nice word. And it, it, it affects their half-court offense in a paramount well, way. Affects is an understatement. Mike. And I, this it is why completely I, demoralizes yes, their offense. And this is why I think you can't criticize Brett Brown that much because what is he supposed to do? 
What is he supposed to do with a point guard that cannot spread the the floor and has to be used basically as a power forward? I've said this many times. Ben Simmons doesn't have a single move, a single perimeter offensive scoring move in his repertoire. In his repertoire. Yeah, he's really just really out there just with a pair of shorts playing ball. (laughs) You don't know what he's gonna do. And one of the things I noticed, he, we, you, did you see when Ben Simmons took out, stopped playing with the shooting sleeve? (laughs) Yeah, why does he have? Number one, why does he have a shooting sleeve? Two, he looks so unskilled without it. I'm like, damn, he really does need that shooting sleeve because he looks like a complete bum. He looks like, you know, when you first make a 2K player and he's like all 60s <laughs> and he's like all 60s and you're at the park, you got, you got the worst clothes on. Yeah, he he needs some retool. He needs some retooling. He more than anybody, Mike. I know you say keep Kobe away. Keep Kobe involved. Keep Kobe involved. Keep Kobe near him. And the thing is, this was supposed to be the year that he developed the mid-range. Where is it? I don't see it. No. I don't see it. Where is it? I don't see it anywhere. If you're Ben Simmons, who's the first guy you call this offseason saying, help me work on my game? Uh, JJ Redick. JJ uh, Redick. Mike that's Miller. Kobe, uh, you would have called Kobe. Yeah. No, any type of shooting coach. And, yeah, any, any type, type of, of shooting. That's who I'm calling first. Do you understand, though, the type of player he could be if he had a, a, any type of jump shot? LeBron. Pretty close. Yeah. Pretty close. It's that simple. But the problem here, th- this is my problem with him being the focal point of my franchise and not Joel trading and a beat be, is his health, Mike. I can't bank but, on Joel and Beats. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next point. I think they should trade. Uh, I do think they should trade Ben Simmons. He needs to improve. Da, da, da. But Joel and Beat, all his, I think all his uh, issues are related to how he takes care of himself. Yeah. I really that's think what it comes down to. The tendonitis, tendonitis is not a real injury. I have tendonitis. Every single MB, every athlete, the athlete these days has tendonitis. To cure tendonitis, to take to play through it, all it requires is working out, strengthening the, the muscles in the knee. That's what it comes down to. He does not take care of himself. You talked about his diet. He doesn't take care of he's overweight. It's all about taking care of yourself. And I think now that he's gone through this loss, mind you, Very him crying loss. on Very the court. Bad Very bad him loss. Cr- so, not crying. He's, sorry, sorry, sorry. Sobbing no, on the, was embarrassing. He's going to be quiet for a long time. You you cannot be Joel Embiid, the man who claimed to be the most unstoppable man in the NBA after finally, finally being the Celtics for the first time in the past two seasons. You cannot say that. After after having the one a terrible terrible embarrassing postseason where he played well below his standards where you missed multiple games with tendonitis when you are a top ten player in the NBA you cannot be sobbing after a game seven loss after all of that you shouldn't even talk to shit as Kat Williams said you shouldn't even talk to shit <laughs> That's right. you cannot be sobbing when you. Could single-handedly have won them that series, and you played well before, well below your standard. That was a tough shot to lose on, though. I tough don't shot. care. Was, I don't my, care. That was, in, that was in his face. You cannot be sobbing after that. So he has a lot of looking in the mirror to do because he could have single-handedly gotten them <laughs> to the Eastern be Conference a big Finals. Mirror. Oh yeah, <laughs> better be a big mirror. So what? Am I? Am I? Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but. I understand where you're coming from with all the you can't be talking shit, this, yada, yada, yada. But it was like, they lost on a game seven buzzer beating shot. Like, okay, damn, my, my, my stomach would drop too. Mind you, it was in mind you, it was in his face in front of the Toronto bench. I don't care. 
and he was a game away from the Eastern Conference. A shot care. away, a second away. I don't care. I don't care. They had there were moments during that season where they series where they were up and they could have taken control. And he was what he Oh, he had a, a, a horrible like not no, he didn't have a horrible season. He had a horrible stretch during that series. He was complaining about being sick, tired. He doesn't take it's yeah. and that's all on him. It's all on him. Like, yeah, but if There's you, stop, if you stop getting the number two from Chick-fil-A every day, your body would feel much, much better. They were talking about, oh, he's now trying to, he's now on a diet. It's the playoffs. What do you mean now you're on a diet? Draymond Green's diet started in like March, a long time ago. A long time ago, Draymond. they said he dropped like 23-something pounds. And mind you, he's a champion. He can do that. Yeah, he can flip that switch. He can wait until February to start getting right. Joel Embiid, you can't do that. You can't wait until the playoffs to start getting right. You can't do that. What what planet are we on? So he's learned some lessons too this year. I hope so. It's been a bad year for Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving. Um, Who else? Who else in the East really? Throughout these playoffs, really, really embarrassing. Ben you. Simmons embarrassed ben himself. Yeah, um, yeah. That's Giannis, the thing with Giannis. I don't I'm think not Giannis that embarrassed. Yeah, that was just growing pains. Like he had to have that type of series for and, him to and evolve. Great quiet performance. Exactly. I don't, I don't necessarily think that was a, 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 a Giannis embarrassment. A, a choke. Yeah. We know what his what his skill set is, and Kawhi Leonard, an all time great defender, stopped him, locked right. him. Right. I don't think that's embarrassing. Um, I do think it was embarrassing how you walked away from that press conference. Yeah. You had Chris Middleton looking like the Mr. Krabs meme. Like, what? I have to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to the West, uh, the Rockets, they lost to the Warriors second round. Report came out today that Daryl Morey, GM of the Rockets. Great could, GM. Great. One of the better GMs in the league could be looking to blow up this roster. What do you think the Rockets should do? I mean, I kind of understand it, Mike. I mean, think about it. Let's say me and you um, control the Rockets' main decisions. Kevin Durant, wasn't it in his Achilles that he didn't play for the war? What, what was it? A, no, no, no. It oh. was a calf now, but for the Warrior series, for the Rocket series. Sorry, excuse yeah, me. His calf. It was his calf. Yeah. Kevin Durant is out. You're telling yourself this is the bet, probably the best shot they have. James Harden. We were coming in this year. Ball. What was he putting up? Thirty-six. You were the main James Harden advocate. What I would say, in my opinion, yeah. he's MVP. You were the major. Bowling. Chris Paul, this this year, what was it? He was finally healthy. No more healthy. injuries. This looked like the year. Eric Gordon, balling in that conference. Woo! Eric Gordon was Mike. He was balling in that series for Golden State. Can we agree on that? This was the year, Mike. And Kevin Durant out. Game five. And you got two games to win. To go to your first. You're going to beat Golden State for the first time ever. The Golden State dynasty is done. This is the chance. Mike D'Antoni gets to the finals. Chris Paul gets to the finals. James Harden solidifies his MVP. But they have to get through Portland. And Oh, come on. And they blow it. And they absolutely at home just get smoked. I Like, I don't, that fourth quarter show that Steph Curry put on, it was demoral. It was, to me, it was the type of loss that just stabs off. It's it's more than a loss. It's a franchise. Like, you wake up from that type of loss. Yeah. That's the type of loss if I'm a GM. I wake up. I get all my guys in the meeting, and I say, we're moving in another direction. <laughs> it's like, that's, here's the thing. What you can't – who's training for Chris Paul? That's what I – you have to – like, who's training for Chris Good Paul? luck with that contract. Who's of training? Course. What good team is sacrificing that much cap space 
for an aging Chris Paul, which bad team should sacrifice Chris Paul, should sacrifice their cap space? You got to find a desperate team. A desperate. There's like always who? desperate team. New York, maybe if they, no, LA, if they don't, if they miss on all the free agents. But who, you're talking about the Lakers. Yeah. The, uh, but who are they trading? You have to trade for him. You have to give up assets for them. And I mean, we could talk about this later with the Lakers and their dysfunction right now. You don't think Rob Palenka's the type? You don't think we're the type now? Oh, if they do that, they're not so close. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what I'm saying. LeBron should demand a trade if they do that. That's what I'm LeBron saying. You look, you never know what these NBA teams, what's going on. We've seen crazier trades, Mike. So all I'm saying is, for me, I would get on the phone. I would try to deal Chris Paul. I would try to move in another direction. This was the chance, Mike. That's it. You I have understand. to move on. I'm you just... cannot, if you tell me straight to my face, we're going to try this thing one more time again, you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. They don't have cap space to add people. No, they don't because they they've don't. given Harden a tremendous what, – what's Harden's contract? Some crazy supermax. Some crazy Chris Paul, crazy supermax. Like, the, Capella, they gave him – like, they're uh, done. That's why you don't pay guys like Capella. Yeah. Oh, he's – oh, That's why you guys are, That's why you I, want to talk I, would, about I would never pay guys like Tristan Thompson and Clint Capella. Because their never. value versus the Warriors is nothing. Not even that. It's just that their value is solely dependent on other players creating shots for them. Yeah. That's so I would never pay those those dudes that type of money. Um, last team we'll talk about in the West, the Buck. Oh, uh, not the Bucks. Sorry, the Trailblazers. What do you? What I I. Where do they even go? I just think I think they're actually pretty close. I think they can be. They lost. Remind remind reminder. They lost Yusuf Nurkic. Who had an outstanding series. Good reminder. Who could have really helped them that series. I just think they need wing help. Amino should be stripped of his nickname, Chief. Chief, Chief. Chief of the bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chief of the starting. Amino and Harkless, that's an embarrassing wing combo to pull out in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. It's an amazing. They, they, they get no help. They didn't help them out offensively. Defensively, they're not that great. They need wing help. Props to Rodney Hood, though, for showing up. He props, I don't know where that was. Where was that? Yeah, where was that? Where was that? Uh, we were looking for that. They finally got a wing player that can hit some that's big shots. Right, but he's barely but a wing player. That's what he's I'm saying. Yeah, they need player. a two way. Oh, that'd be. Oh, you know who would be really, really good for them? Like Tobias a Paul Harris. George, Tobias Harris. Oh, that's why I was thinking. I think they should go for Tobias Harris in free He's a guy who can play without the ball, who can shoot, spread the floor. Is a pretty good occasional playmaker. Play can occasionally play make. You, if you're gonna trap Dame and CJ, Tobias Harris. That'd be a great go. pickup for them. So and he'll spread the floor. Doesn't require the. I think that'd be a great pickup. So you wouldn't blow them up. No, I think they're a piece or two away, specifically the wing, because they have bench depth now. They have shooting. They have depth. They have playmaking. They have bigs. I love Myers Leonard. I like him too. And I love, I love Nick uh, Collins. Zach Collins. Zach, Zach Collins. I, I love Yusuf like Merkins. They have great bigs, depth. They just need wing help. And I think Tobias Harris is the way to go. Um, so I think they're a piece or two away. Um, but say less. When we get back, we finish how we always finish. Cap, cap or no cap. And welcome back. Say less. Time to finish the show how we always finish. Cap. Like we always do. This is tradition. Cap or no cap. We're going to start off with the Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. The These days, show. I just feel like this This is going to be a cap. <laughs> Cirque <laughs> du Soleil <laughs> has made a permanent stop in L.A. at State Park Center. Zoo, yeah. Big zoo going on over here. Free LeBron. Free LeBron. <laughs> Free him. He, Free. he, did, he did not sign up for this. He this is not part this. of the contract. But... ESPN drops a big bombshell report talking about the Lakers and their dysfunction. Painted uh, Magic as a tyrant who 
who was uh, really strict and caused some of his employees to have nervous breakdowns. Exactly. Said he was Thomas. never there. Painted Rob Palenka, the GM, who was used to be Kobe Bryant's agent, as a pathological liar. Um, neither have experienced players felt pressure because Palenka was hovering, hovering around the team in ways that GMs didn't. Rich Paul. Rich, Rich Paul, Paul flying on the planes, even though he said he only did it once. Causing that uneasy feeling that he wants coaches, players to go. Just a lot going on. Mike. A lot going on. This is not just a basket. This is not just a basketball team. Not. Let me ask you, T. Cap or no cap, the Lakers' dysfunction is going to hurt their chances to get free agents. <sighs> this is tough. I'm going to say no cap on this and hear me out why. We've clearly shown over the past couple of weeks, the Lakers clearly aren't a dismay. Like, dismay. like, we all understand this. We agree on this. But I think that free agents, this is just my opinion. I don't think that majority of free agents go to franchises. Correct me if you think I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. For front office stability, I think they go to their. I think they go to their prospective teams, for who they're playing with, where the city is located, whether location, if their businesses can be out there, if they can grow out there. And last, so are you saying that is cap? That is not. It is cap. Like okay. I don't. I don't think um it's going to be a huge deal attracting free agents. Okay. But I agree that there is a lot going on. And my last point is, I think free agents. So I, what did I? I said location is big. Um players who they're playing with and lastly if they can win a championship mm -hmm. and the lakers still provide three of a lot they still have lebron james mm -hmm. they still give you the chance to play in a beautiful beautiful who doesn't want to play in los angeles and if a player with a big free agent player was to come they're instantly becoming a championship team maybe they they wouldn't mike they got the pieces a free agent that means they're still keeping their young do they have the pieces they definitely mike portland was right there look at portland Look at where Portland was and then look at Los Angeles with the star. Regardless, regardless. What's going on right now in the Lakers is an embarrassment. It is an embarrassment. Embarrassment. But regardless, I think if you still have the stability that is LeBron James, you still have that force, force of nature that he is. Mm -hmm. His ability to, his charisma, his his ability to still sway free agents to come with him. I don't. I think it's cap. I think it's no cap. And I, it's not, I don't disagree with anything you said. I think a star that would come, unless a star that could come would make them a championship contender. I agree with you on that. But my thing is, and this is going back to the dysfunction, I don't think they have the right decision makers in place to help make that team a championship team. Um, if we look at Rob Palenka, who has no experience as a GM, Magic is left, so now it's just Rob Plinka. There, there have been reports that teams don't like. Um, oh, nobody likes them. doing business. Yeah. with the Lakers, agents don't. Agents, agents GMs. other teams, GMs, they don't like doing business with the Lakers because of Rob Plinka's presence. The coach they hired, they couldn't even get the coach they wanted because of the dysfunction going on in the higher Dave, ranks. Side note, side note, sorry. Did you see Dave McMenamin's question, though, when he questioned Frank Vogel yeah, at yeah. the press conference? Yeah, and he yeah. was like, well, hey, what did you think? I mean, they wanted Ty Lue and Monty before. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that was so funny. Jesus. I don't think they have a coach in there that LeBron wants or any free agent wants, unless it was like Paul George. I guess Paul George was like, <laughs> but Paul George's not coming. So if I'm a free agent, I'm looking at L.A. Mind you, if we're looking at 
we we were speaking very uh generally here. Look at let's actually look at the free agents. Kevin Durant is not no going chance. to the Lakers. No chance. No chance he's going to the Lakers. Kevin Durant, where Kevin Durant goes, there's a good chance that Kyrie goes with him. You really think so? There's a good chance. There that's been that's been the rumors all year that Kate uh Katie and Kyrie are best friends. They potentially might want to play in New York or Brooklyn together. There's a good chance they play together. Who does that lead? Kawhi. I don't think Kawhi wants to play with LeBron anyway. They're both basically the same exact role. They overlap way too much. I don't think that would be a good pairing. And people mm. say that Kawhi wants to go to the Clippers. So who who have a much more stable uh, front office, better decision makers and Doc, Jerry West. And I think if you compare cores, the core of the Lakers versus core of the Clippers, I might take the core of the Clippers. Dogs, defenders, guys who can shoot, um, young talent, Shea Gilders Alexander, better coach, Doc Rivers. So I might take that core over the Lakers core. Um, what other features are we talking about? Jimmy Butler? Does Jimmy Butler want to play LeBron? Is that a good pair to you? Tobias Harris? Uh, is that Does that make them a championship contender? Eh. And People say Kemba Walker. Does Kemba Walker make them a championship team? No. So I don't. Generally speaking, I don't. Th- I think that the dysfunction will push free, free agents away. But even if you're looking specifically at the free agent pool we have this summer, I think I don't know if any any of those free agents on top of the circumstances of wanting to be. Uh, of if you look at the. The, oh, I just lost my train of thought. If you look at the the circumstances already surrounding minus the the dysfunction, but then if you add the dysfunction, it was already iffy. But now the dysfunction adds. It's like, ooh, I don't know if I really want to go there anymore right, anyway. Right. Um. So I think that is a big deal. Um. So I think one of the free agents that has been talked about is Clay Thompson. I think KD's leaving anyway. So I think the Warriors are going to offer Clay Thompson the max. Now he's not eligible for super max. Now that he didn't get all NBA, I think they My have friend. no problem giving him a regular max, and I think he'll stay. Um, he he strikes me as a guy that would stay. I think he's going to stay. Him, yeah. And, yeah, I think that'll be the priority to keep the Splash Brothers together. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, so, excuse me. I don't. I think that's no cap. I think the circumstances were already iffy on the Lakers getting free agents, and this just adds to it. So I think it's no cap. Um, but final no cap or no cap. This has been a hot debate through the NBA. Kawhi Leonard, as we talked about earlier. MVP of the playoffs so far. Okay, I'll give you that. Well, well what, else, or, what else are you going to say? Cap or no cap? What are you going to say, Mike? Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. Don't make me double cap. Come on. This is big cap. Look. That's cap. You don't make one Cinderella run. And one. All right, one. LeBron, one. we didn't call LeBron the best player in the year after just one run. We didn't call Kobe. You don't get called the best after just one it's run. not just one run. Come on. We need a body of work. Look. Kawhi's postseason run right now is tremendous. Tremendous. Like like you said before, like uh, this caught my eye. You, you're not really lying. He's becoming a playoff performer. He's becoming a guy that you can rely on in the playoffs will elevate his type of game. The way he's playing on both ends is tremendous. But look, Kevin Durant is still here. Uh-huh. He's still here. And LeBron James is still here. And you're going to need – those are two solidified guys with a large, large body. Of work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need a little bit more before he call you the best player in the world. That's fair. I understand Cap. that. I understand that point of view. And if you still think LeBron's the best player in the world, I think he is, but I think he's losing the throne. I but I still that. think I'm holding on. I think you cannot say LeBron's the best player in the world right now after the regular season he had. I think defensively, he's fallen off a cliff defensively. He doesn't even try anymore. That's half the game. He doesn't even try anymore. He's not in the playoffs anymore. 
<clears throat> so it's hard for him to show his true value as of playoff LeBron. And mind you, if the Lakers were in the playoffs this year, how far are they advancing? If LeBron was in the East this year with that Cavs team, can we really say that they were going to advance that far against some of the teams in the East? I don't know if we can confidently say that. So I don't know if LeBron can still hold that title as best in the world. Now, Kevin Durant, I think the real argument here, I don't even think it's a real argument, honestly. I think Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the NBA. No cap. No cap. No cap. And look what Kawhi has done. Defensively, he is quite literally one of the best defensive players all of all time. What he did to Giannis okay. last series, how many players in the NBA today or ever could do what he did defensively versus Giannis? I mean, Giannis showed you not a lot. Not a lot of players could do that. I know KD couldn't do that. I don't think LeBron could do that at this in this age, at, at this stage of his career. I don't think he could do that. Offensively, I know you can say guys like KD are more skilled than Kawhi Leonard. But it comes to a point where you're only going to get so much output. I understand KD's a better shooter, has more handle, but Kawhi is basically going to give you that same amount of output. Whereas, look at their playoff numbers. KD averaging 34, Kawhi averaging 31. Kawhi averaging 9 rebounds, KD averaging their shooting percentages. Kawhi, uh, KD's at 50-40-90, 51% from the field, 41% from three, 90% from the free throw line, where Kawhi is at 50% from the field, 39% from three, 88% from the free throw line, damn near 50-40-90. Yeah. He's given you quite literally, basically, the same amount of output, mind you, on a team where he is at times the only offensive only. op, only, only, quite literally, only the only offense. Scoring offense, uh, scoring option for the Toronto Raptors, yeah. whereas KD's on the Stats Warriors, where he quite literally is never double teamed. Where Kawhi Leonard is being blitzed and, and double teamed, he, he, he hasn't Curry. been double teamed. He doesn't yeah. get double teamed. Whereas Kawhi's getting blitzed, double teamed, traps all of that, and still giving you thirty on a damn near 50, 40, 90, carrying his team I, and defensively is playing some of the best events we've ever seen. He's literally the, he has no flaw. Yeah, I, I I think it's no cap. He's better than he's the best player in the league. I disagree with you too, but I'll help you make your point with this one thing too. He's you could say if Kawhi Leonard, in my opinion, if he had Mike a little, just a little razzle dazzle to him or any what type of no, listen, 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 listen. If he any type of razzle dazzle or like media personality, something marketable, something no, listen, something that a, a fan can relate to, people would talk about him more as the best player in the world. But look at the best players in the world, Mike Steph Curry. LeBron, no, look, like that people say are in the conversation, Harden, Steph, LeBron, their personalities, KD, their person, people just look at Kawhi, they're like, uh, Kawhi, yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's giving you the, you understand what I'm saying? I don't care about personality, you know what I care about? I care about game seven, buzzer beater to win this series, I I care about game three, I'm stopping. I'm let's go, Giannis. It's me on you. We go in the rest one of this series. Yeah. Season series Bye. over. I, I care about that. that. I understand. I care about that. You the, I care about being down third, 15 in the third quarter. I'm taking this game over and we're winning this game. I care about those moments. That's the men who has an all-time great. Yeah. I care about all-time great defense. I care about 30 points on damn near 50, 40, 90 shooting. I care about these things. I, I can't see these things and ignore what my eyes are seeing. I can't ignore that. I know KD's incredible. And the things that he can do offensively. Are, are are some of the, he's one of the most skilled scores you've ever seen, but so just for the record, it's May it's it, no it's May 29th, It's Wednesday. Mike Palm, Kawhi Leonard is better than Kevin Durant. Yes, Kawhi Leonard. And is, mind you, Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James. Right now, yes. And Kawhi you, Leonard is better than Steph Curry. Don't even, I, I don't even Kawhi Leonard is better than Anthony Davis. I don't need to answer that either. 
Say less. And what? <laughs> say mind less. you, mind you, mind say you, less. mind you. Before Kawhi got hurt versus the Warriors when Zaza undercut him, we were talking about Kawhi Leonard as the second best player to LeBron. We was, but that was a long time ago. But 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 now he's back to that level. Maybe even better. And better. And the, the fact that LeBron has slipped up a little bit and now he's not playing the playoffs, who else to elevate but, but Kawhi? Who else? One last time, Mike. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron Kawhi James. Kawhi Leonard is better than LeBron James LeBron, right now. Kawhi Leonard is better than Kevin Durant. Right now, yes. Say less. Say less. Say less. That's the show. Keep Kobe away from Tatum. <laughs> Keep him away. And stay tuned. We'll be back soon. Say less. Thanks for tuning in.